I'm Dan Tony, back in the coffee shop again for another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation. As always, right here at World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason in Portland. Happy to have soul singer Andy Stokes in today, and he's got with him his new album, Full Circle. We'll find out the meaning of that title, and a lot more from a man OMN called Oregon's King of Soul in the story last year. He's got an amazing story on the moment he knew he had to go out on his own as a solo and form his own band. A story which includes George Clinton and Phyllis Hyman in Japan, one which he has never told publicly before now. We hear another track from his new album, too. Let's talk to Andy Stokes. How about it? Welcome to the cupping room. We're in the cupping room. Well, thank you. That's I'm a, glad to be here. That's, uh, you know, glad to see you again. Yeah. And thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. The last time we did this was in my front yard on video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right in the front yard. Remember that. Yeah, you were just, uh, that was not long, not too long after the, after the candlelight went under. Yeah, it was I think it was like uh, maybe yeah. three three weeks after or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we were I, talking about that. That was sad time too. Everybody still misses the candlelight. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a that's yeah. icon of a place. It was. Yeah, I mean I I, I go by there because it's on my way home from KMHD, you know, and I listen like and there's a. <laughs> it don't even look the same. <laughs> Where the it, max it, line. Yeah, turns, this is looks so it's different like, now. Geez. It's like. I I, I I I don't look when I yeah. drive by there. Yeah. I don't. I, I can't. I, I was there for twelve years, and it's like yeah. it was home. And yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and that period, you know, when you you know going through stuff in life, it kind of just saved me. You know? Yeah. You know, it yeah. was a good yeah. steady gig, and uh-huh. you know, and uh-huh. helped with a lot of things. Joe Shore was just uh-huh. like father to me. So wow. Yeah, he uh-huh. meant a lot to me. Still does. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it's too bad he couldn't open another place. Yeah, I think he was just tired, man. Yeah. He's been doing it for what, thirty-something years. So that's a long time. A long damn time. I've been so. doing Oregon music news for eight years, and I'm I'm tired. Of this. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I imagine, man, it gets to you. Um. Okay. Uh. I I I've been bugging you about giving me something to play on a radio of yours. Every time I, I got the, I, I, I always play the tune you, you, that you recorded with Haley Nicewanger. I mm-hmm. play that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play the one with, uh, with Patrick Lamb. Right. And, and the one uh, with Thera. Mm-hmm. And now you got a new album of, of your own. Yes. Yay. Finally. Yay. Yes. Um, it's uh, uh, with Marlon McLean and uh, Ralph Stacy. Ralph the Phantom Stacy. Uh, he has. Uh, uh, producer, writer, producer who has worked with Luther Vandross, Babyface, uh, Paula Abdul, Ruben Stutter, um, um, the Isley. Did I say, did I say Isley Brothers? No. Isley Brothers. Yeah. Um, Lauren Hill. Wow. Um, he, um, um, the Men in Black. He was uh-huh. in, he's part of that platinum albums all uh-huh. over his wall. I uh-huh. recorded in uh, Woodlawn. California at his house and that's uh, you know first thing you walk into the house you see a great wall of gold and platinum records of all these people that I had records at home yeah that I used to do it's like 
you're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. Well, how would that make you feel? Did it give you confidence? Oh, it just made it, it, you know, when you, let me just put it, just see, can I put it, um, validation. Oh, yeah. You know, validation oh, yeah. that you're yeah. good enough. Yeah. That some, yeah, that you're that good. Uh-huh. You know, you know, you have people, you know, I'm at home and you know, performing, everybody's, you know, oh, Andy this and then, you know, you great voice and all that. But when you go to the, that, that's the next level, mm-hmm. you know, that's the next level. Um, when those guys are getting excited, when you start singing in the studio and, and, and the producer stops and he backs up from the console and he goes, you're a beast. And I'm standing there going, you know, in my mind going, yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyway. That's great. Marlon McClain, uh-huh. you know, when he approached me, he said, you're ready. Um, 2012, I, 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 I um, you know, you go through life, ups and downs, whatever. And that 2012, I decided to let all that go and focus on me and my health and everything. And from, you know, I, I, it was maybe, let's see, my birthday, 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at, I went to Lincoln City. Not Lincoln City, but Seaside, excuse me. Uh-huh. I went out in the water. If you see my Facebook cover page, you see me like this, uh-huh. and that's when I gave everything and huh. said, "I'm never gonna look back." I put it in your hands, and uh-huh. after that, um, I ended up singing with uh, Bill Champlin with uh, Chicago, and uh-huh. and and uh, Bob was Bob Kimball, singer from Toto, and and all of a sudden I started seeing Marlon McLean started liking everything I was doing uh-huh. on Facebook. I'm going. Hmm. And I've known him over the years, but we never really chat, like chat, chat. Uh-huh. And so he had a song. He put a, a, a song out on Facebook, and I said, hey, if you need a singer, I just reached out. And, and he said, yeah, I've got plenty of singers in L.A., but, you know, you can help my cousin. And so I helped his cousin, and then all of a sudden he said, I want to do a project with you. I said, I'm ready. Hmm. He said, I know. Huh. He said, I'm going to bring the big guns with you. He said, so just be patient. And keep working on yourself. And so he did. He brought Ralph Stacy and Dennis Bettis, nominated for a Grammy, uh-huh. wrote uh, also for Luther Babyface, um, Anita Baker, he uh, Charlie Wilson, who was my m- mentor, um, had a song called "You Are" that went to number one for 15 weeks, which was written by Dennis Bettis. So uh-huh. Marlon and them three had been collaborating, working together, and came together and. Telling you, man, when they sent me the music, yeah, it fit me to a T. Wow! Because for the first time in the studio, I got to sing and be me. Because huh. I didn't have to worry about singing background vocals and then going back to the lead. And yeah, I could be free. And and mm-hmm. and and the type of music that they brought to me is the type of music that I've always wanted to sing or try to write. Because I was not. Like I said before, I was a athlete. I wasn't. Yeah. Music was like, you know, something that I would fantasized about. So, anyway, so. Um. So then we just, you know, the project happened. They kept sending me the songs, and yes, I like this one. Yes, I like that one, and uh-huh. finally got down there to California and recorded "Promise" and. So when you went in, mm-hmm. what was that, you know, uh, did, um, 
did they have tracks already uh, laid down for you? Or? Yeah, when I went in there, they had been sending me tracks to see if I liked the songs. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. so, you know, it was just the first song they sent me was Promise. And it was right, it's a ballad, and it's like mm-hmm. right up my alley. You know, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a ballad singer mainly. And, uh-huh. and uh, I fell in love with it, and uh-huh. I went down there, and, and we were done with it in an hour. Wow. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, 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 you know, do your oh, homework. You were, you were ready. Do your homework before you, you go. Ready, yeah. I came down there, boom, 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 background and uh-huh. lead, and uh-huh. knocked it out, and it came wow. out as you heard on the record. It, yeah, uh, came out, and um, so then they just kept sending me songs, and they just, man, the, 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 all I can say is that it, it. Excuse me. I'm happy. Uh-huh. I'm satisfied. Yeah. If I don't do nothing else. <laughs> I did what I wanted to do. That's great. You know, Why is it called Full Circle? My life. Huh? My life. You, you know, you, you, you start out, you know, from high school, you leave, you come out here, you're away from your family, you grow up and have ups and downs and mm-hmm. had a big, ups, big, big disappointment then where, you know, um, lost everything. Uh, identity um, theft through um, a bank. Oh, jeez! And I lost everything, and I battled for to up till now, and finally got it. Got my life back. Uh, it took a long time, uh, and thank God I had friends that had somewhere to sleep, and geez. and and it was tough. I, you know, I I don't talk about it. I didn't complain mm-hmm. about too much, except you know when I'm by myself, but. I forged on and, and uh, I'm back. I, I, you know, I got married and, and you know, got a wonderful wife who, who um, well, that helps. Understands yeah. uh, everything. Um, and Vicky, she's she's uh, as a godsend to me. And uh, uh-huh. and uh, you know, you know, and uh, you know, it's, it's come, my life's come full circle. I got my life back. They would buy me a brand new car, and uh, <laughs> you know, and you yeah. know, and yeah, you know, yeah. taxes, everything's paid, uh, everything's wow. paid, money in my pocket, and shoot, man, and a new yeah. record, and a new record. There you go. And soon as see Marlon said, "Well, you want to name it?" I go full circle. Yeah, it just came that easy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he's legendary. Oh my God. Yeah. The man. Yeah. Well, but when you were in, in what's the name? Coolar. Uh, Coolar, yeah. That, and, and he had uh, his band going, mm-hmm. right? You, you guys were the, were, were, were the kings. Yeah, Coolar, you know, I would, they, you know, they, uh, Coolar was the, 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 the um, uh, pleasure guys. You yeah. Know, the, you know, when pleasure yeah. split up, yeah. you know, Bruce Carter, Nate Phillips, right. uh, Doug Lewis right. formed the band Coolar. Um, Marlon went to L.A., I think, and started playing with the Daz Band and various uh-huh. other people, you know. He's, yeah, yeah. And um, I couldn't believe that I was even, you know, here I am as a, I mean, when I was a, a junior in high school, I got Pleasure albums at home, yeah. you know. I'm looking, <laughs> man, my thing, Pleasure, Tower Power, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm listening to them and, and sitting in my room singing the songs <laughs> and, and uh, not even, you know. Thinking that I would someday be performing with them, yeah. you know, and and uh, <laughs> wow, and you know, got signed with the, you know, record company, and got to meet a bunch of people, and you know, and it uh, here we are. Marlon's 
still has a low profile. Always has. Why is that? I don't know. You know, <laughs> you have to ask him that. Yeah, I you mean, know, he's uh, he's he lets his I, I, he lets his talent do the talking. Yeah, I mean, that's what I. I mean, he's so influential. Yes. in this town, everywhere, but especially mm-hmm. in Portland, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you just don't hear it. I mean, you don't. It, you, well, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't need to put it out there. If if you're good, yeah, it's yeah. gonna come out. You don't yeah, need to, you yeah. know, talk about it. But yeah. he, you know, he's proofs yeah. in the pudding. You know, he's worked yeah. with a lot of people from new shoes to, right. you know, to whoever, and it's been successful. Yeah, and that's all that, yeah. you know, that's Marlon. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you know, when you got a DJ uh, from uh, that hit me on Facebook when they found out I was working with Marlon to tell you that. You're working with Marlon. Your future is solidified. I mean, when it, and and, and um, when you hear that kind of stuff from some from a DJ, you know, uh-huh. that got on my page and complimented him that way with me. It's uh, he's a he's a man, and and after working with him and all the people that he knows, oh Lord, uh-huh. yeah. So it's uh, amazing. We turn this off. So. Oh yeah. I didn't turn mine off either. So why don't I just turn it? Why don't we just both do it at the same time? There you go. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, who is in your working band these days? Well, I have Rusty Cox, who's been mm-hmm. with me about 15 years. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah. Doug Lewis. You know, he's with Linda Hornbuckle for a stint. Right. And so he's playing guitar. Doug Lewis is a monster. Oh, he's a bomb. And... Um, and Ricky Venado um, uh-huh. on uh, on bass, and he uh-huh. also played keys. Yeah. So that's who, that's yeah, been the yeah, main core yeah. right now. Now there's somebody who people don't know enough about is Doug Lewis. You know, he's phenom. Played with pleasure. Yeah. yeah. And he that's yeah. you know that was his claim to fame. He's uh-huh. pleasure and cool art. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's yeah. uh don't get no better than that. As far right. as a rhythm a rhythm guitar funk guitar, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a man. I, when when uh, Michael from when Michael Quinby from Roseland Hunters got hurt, he hurt his arm fishing, <laughs> um, and he he, he 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 could still sing, but he couldn't play. I mean, Doug sat in in that band and just was amazing. Oh, he's just man. Yeah, Doug's yeah. magical. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he shouldn't even be here. He should be gone somewhere, you know. He should even None be, of us should be here. Right. <laughs> all this talent in Portland, none of us should be here. We should be all national living in houses on the hill overlooking Portland somewhere. It's, uh, the talent here is just amazing. It's amazing, amazing Portland. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I yeah. said to my uh, my wife, uh, you know, I'm uh, – I'm trying to bring some noise to the Northwest. That's I'm really, yeah. I'm representing. For anybody representing, I'm trying to represent. I'm trying to, you know, I want all the, I want everybody in Portland to come out and support this record and get behind this record yeah. so we can, you know, push it out to the, to the world so let people know, hey, come to the Northwest, come to Portland, and, and you'll you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's my, that's, you know, so I'm hoping that can happen you uh-huh. know I, I mean I you know I, I, I you know if it weren't for the fans coming out all these years you know you you know you, you don't get anywhere you don't get any jobs you don't get out there to be seen and and uh, in, 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 in different uh, genres and, and venues and stuff and so you know the, the fans to me are and, and you know friends and fans are that's important to me it's like yeah you know I'm an entertainer 
and 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 that's my job. And so, when you come to see me play, I'm giving you eight thousand percent. Yeah. And so, um, you know, at this point, you know, hey, I got a new CD coming out, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. I, I, it can compete with anything out there. And Absolutely. I'm uh, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm asking the city of Portland to get behind me yeah. and let's uh, and get it out. You know, so um, I'm, I'm grateful and blessed to. To, to to have, you know, you know the fans coming and see me every night, and you know, uh-huh. and this place is, is sold out or packed, and you know, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, it don't get no better than that, man. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. you know, so yeah, support us. You know, we're here trying to trying to do that. I was going through some stuff that that uh, that the story that Alaya did uh, on Oregon Music News on you mm-hmm. and. Also, that uh, that that little that little video that we did, in, uh, which seems like decades ago, it wasn't really, but it just seems like it was. Yeah, Feels <laughs> like it was. I know. <laughs> um, and uh, one thing that you said was uh, how influenced you were by James Brown. Yes. So when 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 you got hit by the James Brown hurricane, what part of his career was that? Uh, that's when he had, had uh, he had changed um, from the fifties to the funk. So he, he got he Bo- had got you know Bootsy was in his band. Uh, he, yeah, Bootsy was in his and band. And he was and, on the one. And he was on the one. Yeah, that's when it that's right. when it hit me. I mean, that's yeah. when my da- my dad had always brought James Brown home, but yeah, um, that resonated with me um, yeah. when he when yeah. we, you know when when he started playing the funk, yeah. and that was me. And then the main thing with him was. Him watching him entertain, yeah, stage yeah, presence, yeah. the entertaining, you know, and uh, so I that was my thing, and I I basically run my band like that, yeah. Um, as far as on stage, and you know, hey, here's the form of the song, but it's subject to change. If I'm feeling the crowd, we might go for 20 minutes, uh-huh. you know, or uh-huh. I might break it down, or you know, like he do, band hit me. I, I mean, everything I I do. It's a part of what James Brown does, and uh-huh. then for singers, yeah, you know Luther, um, uh-huh. Charlie Wilson, yeah, that's you know um, Teddy Pendergrass, Teddy Pendergrass, all yeah. the soul singers yeah. that yeah. you know that they entertain and sing at the same time. Yeah, that was my thing. That's why yeah. you know I, you know, started the coming off of the stage here in Portland. Uh huh. You know and. Uh-huh. Uh, Spinning the mic and stuff when you when you you know stage dancing yeah. and all that yeah it's just an entertaining thing yeah you know and well, uh, people love it you know when they leave when they leave that night to go home uh-huh. you know they're talking yeah you, you know I went to see didn't didn't, didn't see yeah. Andy and boom yeah. and the band was slamming and yeah you know yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah so that's how and then so I mean everybody who entertain even Elvis you know watching him yeah. the way he do his crazy stuff on stage and it's like you know you gotta not too much just stand there and be a singer but do something right do something right. you know something yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. that could be magical to make people you know be you know entertain they spending yeah. money to see you earn yeah. your money yeah you know? I was reading about, I was reading a book I was reading one of the biographies of James Brown and and, and they they maintained that James did not didn't start getting on the one until Bootsy came in the band. Yeah, Bootsy brought him to the one. Yeah, yeah. When he when yeah. when when the band quit on him. Yes. For whatever reason. Yeah. 
He said, you Bootsy know, and his brother. Yeah, he said, what? Yeah. Uh, he said, what's that band out of Cincinnati? He needed, right. Whatever name was. Yeah. yeah, what's his name? Bootsy. He said, yeah, Bootsy, yeah. call them. <laughs> and then when Bootsy got in the band, it was over. It was over. Yeah. <laughs> he brought the one boy. And, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. I did a, I've told this story a million times, and I never get tired of telling it. I was working on a TV show in Baltimore, and because James Brown owned a, a radio station, right. WBB, and a motel in Baltimore. And, he, and of course, things went bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came into town, and he had to testify in court because they were trying to take all his money and everything. Right, right? Of and I heard about it. And um, <clears throat> so I went down to the courtroom. And I walked in, and there he was on the, on the stand testifying. And I mean testifying. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at the judge. He said, he said, Judge, if I was a Chrysler Corporation, you wouldn't be doing this to me. Of course, that was at the time when, when uh, the government bailed out Chrysler. Right. Nobody's nobody bailing out James Brown, right? right. So I, I, I came up to him afterwards, and I said, could, could I shoot a TV interview with you a little bit later on tonight? And she said, she said, sure. I went, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so I sat down. I said, Mr. Brown, what is it? What is it that you do, you know? And he goes, just looked at, looked at me, gave me a little smile, but I just kick off on the one and let the boogie do the rest. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Because, man, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you like this, Tom. I don't care if you black, white, green, blue, brown. If that groove hits you, mm-hmm. you're going to stomp. You might not dance, but if, if you... Stomping your feet and, and your head is uh, rubbernecking, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. I got you. And yeah. then once I see I got you, I'm going to keep it there. Yeah. That's it. That's why, you know, his songs were like, what, 20 minutes sometimes? Yes. Yes. But the people didn't care. <laughs> didn't care. They didn't want it to stop. They didn't want it to stop. That's, yeah. the, that's what I'm saying. Right. And so that's how I patterned, you know, when I uh-huh. finally was brave enough <laughs> to become a leader and form my own band, uh-huh. um, you know. That's, what, what did that take? What, what, what was the thing that, that, that finally let you go? I'm going to do this. I'm going to okay. get my um, own band. 1989, yeah, to 91. Kular was in tour in Japan, uh-huh. and um, we were performing at Pickford Live Hall one night. And I look out the curtain. Yeah. Stage is here. There's Phyllis Hyman right there. Yeah. Late Phyllis Hyman. Uh-huh. Charlie Wilson was right here. <laughs> George Clinton Funkadelic was right here. Jeez. Timex Social Club was right here. <laughs> Troop was right here. <laughs> okay. And um, the Daz Band was there. Mm-hmm. Some members of the Daz Band. And um, I got scared. Almost stage fright. Like, wow. wow. Here's my first concert in another country. And... and they're all here because, you know, all the American bands over there, they all come see each other. You yeah. know, everybody's in Tokyo and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So I started, you know, you know, if you're ever going to give me the voice, give me the voice. And it came out, man, my voice was like clear as a bell and wow. I mean, effortless. And I was just doing my thing, man. Uh-huh. I, I was doing the song, I Want a Lady, that was written by Jeffrey Minnewiller. And I jumped off the stage and went, got on my knees and sang to Phyllis Hyman and <laughs> and and and, uh, and all that and and just it was just a great night performing. The band sounded uh-huh. great. It was just a great night. Yeah. And so then 
I'm singing this ballad, and all of a sudden I, I see, you know, throwing stuff at me on the stage. And I look over, and it was Charlie Wilson. He was throwing napkins, rolling up napkins, just throwing at me and everything. And so then, um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, you know, so my confidence is through the roof, and I'm killing. And at the end of the concert, he came on stage, and he hugged me. And I got a picture of it. And, uh, and uh, he hugged me. And he said these words to me. Uh-huh. Ain't your back hurting? I said, what are you talking about? He said, ain't your back hurting? Uh-huh. Southern thing. Yeah. I go, I didn't catch it right away. I said, what are you talking about? He said, how old are you? I said, 32. He said, you need to go solo right now. <laughs> you carrying them. Wow. If you don't do it. I'm not guaranteeing you're going to make it or not, but if you don't do it, you're going to be mad that you didn't. <laughs> he said, and I just looked at him, and he went like that, and we hugged. Uh-huh. And then he went back and sat down, and then I went off the stage, and George and Clinton and, and them were standing there, and George, <laughs> George, George said, F you. I said, F you. And uh, he goes, no, man, F you. I said, man, F you. Like that. And so Amp Filler, the keyboard player, goes, no, no, man, no. He said, man, you are singing, mother, you know. I said, well, thank you. And then that's when, you know, they shook my hand and everything. And, I'm, you know, and, and I'm just, my eyes is big. And, yeah, yeah. you know, it's going, wow. And so, um I talked to Amp Fiddler, and we ended up being friends, and we ended up after the show walking around Tokyo, hanging out downtown and yeah. talking and stuff, and I was telling him about myself and everything, and he gave me tickets to the show at uh, to see um, Parliament Funkadelic. Uh-huh. And uh, so I got backstage and everything, got to meet George and everybody, and yeah. and uh, I remember I had some shorts and a in a polo shirt with a Batman emblem on my shirt and you know had the fanny packs back then but I didn't want to wear it like that so I put it over my shoulder (laughs) you know like that trying to be masculine with my macho whatever (laughs) anyway so I'm standing on the side of the stage and man they go into that that man that bass just beating you in the chest and I'm standing there they had you know Eddie Hazel had all I mean everybody I'm just like man look at this I'm on stage with man nobody gonna believe this man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't know that the members of Kular was out front. <laughs> so I'm standing on the side of the stage. Eddie Hazel go, he's waving. So I'm thinking he's looking at one of the guys, one of the guys yeah. you know, the stage hands or yeah. whatever. And uh, he kept waving, waving over. And I, I stood there. And I'm looking back. And then he walks over. He said, George, why not you on stage? <laughs> he said, hey, come on, man, George, come on. So I went on stage. Yeah. George handed me the mic. He said, I'm tired. You front the band for the rest of the night. And then he went into Atomic Dog. And here I am on stage. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man. And, and uh, I, this is the first time I've told this story, you know, less to, to family, except for, you know, yeah, yeah. in the news or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, right after, yeah, that, and they went into Atomic Dog, and I'm doing my thing, and it's, you know, it's like, wow, you know, and they're coming up to me, you know, high five and hugging and all that, and, and then all of a sudden, Doug Lewis comes on stage, you know, you know afterwards, we're all standing on stage yeah. with Peter Fair, and, yeah. uh, and, uh, 
and uh, just in taking it a moment in. And I got a picture of, of them two on stage. And, yeah. And um, afterwards, he and you know, invited me to over in Japan. They feed you your food afterwards, dinner. Yeah. So I sat down between him and his manager. And he goes, uh-huh. "What you doing?" I said, "What do you mean, what I'm doing?" He said, "What you doing?" <laughs> I said, uh, "No." He said, "Well, what you need to be doing is go home and put your own thing together." <laughs> he said, "Cause you got something in you." <laughs> he said, "You got something in you." He said, "The way you sing is something." He said, "You manufactured that yourself." He said, I hear that. I hear it. Huh. And wow. he said, well, you know, phone, you know, take this advice. Go home and start your own thing. Huh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that, hearing that for them too. Yeah. And, the, and uh, Saturday night, then Sunday night, you know, hearing them say that, I went back to my room and I said, Okay. I got back here and said, hey, you know, the cooler had one gig at the bite. I said, after the bite, I'm going to do my own thing. Wow. And 1991, wow. I came, came up with Danny Stokes Band. And uh, uh, my first gig was downtown um, at... Uh, What's the name of this place? I can't remember the place downtown. And we had to go upstairs. Huh. Uh, Dakota? Yeah. Dakota Cafe had an upstairs. Really? I said they had a, the upstairs. And, uh-huh. and they had New Year's Eve party, and I was scared because it was we had that ice storm. Oh. We had the ice storm, and I'm, and I, and I'm tripping because I'm going, man, nobody's going to be there, man. It's ice storm and everything. And when I got there, it was packed. Huh. And so, and from that's how I went. That's how it wow. happened. But I, I, I probably wouldn't have never done it, man. <laughs> I would have probably would never done it, Tony, if, if I, those type of people, that caliber, you know, when they yeah. said that to me, sure. I would have never. They gave me the confidence. and That's great. Yeah, that's, that's how great. it happened, bro. Wow. You, you came here to play football. Yeah, yeah. I was a football player. I was shaking them, begging them, bro. The you a runner? I was a tailback. They called me the juice. I, I, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know that, but I, I figured that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll show you after we finish the interview. I'll show you some stuff. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, that's how I came about, and I've been blessed with musicians. You know, there's a lot of musicians coming gone and whatever, yeah. but yeah. I was able to solidify my name to you know be able to get shows and uh-huh. yeah, the rest is history and to where I'm at. You know where I am now. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I also saw that. You started in karaoke singing Ring My Bell. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, it was, a, it was <laughs> so I got into music. And yes. Bit, and uh, um, uh, the Chase Lounge. Anita, Tony, Anita, uh, uh, what's it? Uh, what was uh, her name? Who? The, the one who did ring, ring My Bell. Oh, uh, Anita, Anita, Anita Ward. Anita Ward, right. Yeah. I interviewed her. I actually interviewed her. Did she you? had a, her career lasted about ten minutes. Like right? ten minutes. That one but hit, yeah, made her a lot of money. She was like mm-hmm. a teacher. Yeah, or, you know, exactly. In Detroit, yeah. I, I believe. And uh, she, I, I, I interviewed her like after a gig, a big gig, a big arena in Baltimore, and uh, and she was just like, "Man, what's going on here? How did this happen?" You know. Uh, but it was a it was it was a catchy tune. Yeah, it was. Ring my bell. Yeah. yeah. And well, how it happened was, 
I was working for Shallow Ends yeah. Landscaping. <laughs> 22 years old. Oh, boy. Hanging out at the Chase Lounge with, uh, um, uh, what was his name? Uh, um, uh, Dominici. Uh, and I, should, I, I shouldn't forget his name because he's, he's the one that got me started. Anyway, um, we used to go in there on Thursdays after work. Uh-huh. And, and Billy Bump, the old DJ back in the day, was spinning records. And I would get up in there and just start messing around and just uh-huh. ad-libbing and yeah. making up my own stuff. And, yeah. and, and uh, it became a little habit. And so, you know, I would <laughs> do that. And So Friday night, went back in there. And about midnight, Spotlight came out. Hey, we just got a singer just got back from Vegas. And, you know, and... Uh, made his debut in Vasic. He's here tonight. We're seeking, you know, can we get him up here to sing? And I'm looking around to see who it is. Yeah. Boom, spotlight hit me. I'm frozen. I'm going, oh, Lord, Billy, how do you do this to me? So my first time singing in front of people yeah. was standing in a chair in the DJ booth, making up words to ring my bell groove. And when I finished, people went crazy. And so the owner said he'd pay me. Um, Those are the magic words. 50 bucks a night to Didn't do matter, it. And I, I said, man, I'm not singing in front of nobody, man. I can't. So I ended up doing it, and then uh, yeah. I did it for a while. And um, Ben Wolf, a bass player from here, went to Cleveland High School, came up to me and said, uh, hey, man, got a band looking for a singer. I said, well, hell, why not? So I played with me. I see Ben... Jeffrey Menuweather, huh. the Regan brothers, <laughs> Blake Sakamoto. Really? <laughs> formed a band uh, called Nightlife. Ah. And our first gig was a Mormon New Year's Eve party. Jeez. <laughs> and then we played at O'Connor's downtown uh-huh. on the, when they had the one on the corner. Yeah. Yeah, so we, that was our first gig. And Ben Wolf <laughs> went on to play with Harry Connick and, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, various uh, the other jazz the pretty yeah. jazz lady, what's her name? Uh, okay, I never can remember artist that's names, right. but I can't yeah. remember anything. Anyway, Doesn't so matter. that's how I got started, and from there, um, you know, I went to Lights Out, uh-huh. and uh, with Tony Collins and and uh, Gregory Dalton, John Mazzocco, yeah, and uh, we did well for a while, and then from there I went to Coolar, yeah, and then <laughs> my to, onto my band, yeah. So it was a journey. It was a crazy journey. Yeah. Crazy journey, dude. Boy. Yeah. Um, so uh, you're going you're gonna to do the, you're going to find a, a place for the gig. Yeah, we got to find a place. Oh, to I know what I wanted to ask you. What's that? You have done this series of this amazing tributes to Jimmy Max. You did the, you did the Marvin Gaye and you did the, who else? I did a Marvin Gaye. Yeah. I did a, a Night of Love songs where I did yes. everybody. I was from, there for from, that. Okay, right. and and now I'm getting ready to do uh, Andy Stokes sings Teddy Pendergrass. Oh man, what are you gonna do? What songs? Uh, Close the door. Of course. Um, um, <laughs> Love TKO. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed. That one. <laughs> um, bad luck. This one. You know what? Uh-huh. Bad luck. Um, yeah. This one funky group called Joy, uh-huh. and. Uh, um, get funky, get down, get loose. You know, it's just going to be a good night. I picked uh, like, you know, 10, 11 songs that 
good uh -huh. work and uh, and that were easy enough for a band to learn and yeah. so we can format it the way we want to. Is that with your band? Um, um, as as uh, Lewis Payne, uh -huh. Brian Foxworth, Leah, Leah Hinch, Hinchcliffe, Hinchcliffe, bass player, bass player, yeah. and um, uh, um, Dave Iola, uh -huh. Iola, and uh, uh, Renato on saxophone. All right. And that's October, October 8th at Jimmy Max. Yeah. Two shows, 730, 1030. Yeah. 730 and 10, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, that's been, <laughs> it's been, they've been very successful. You know, sold out yeah. shows, lines around the Everybody around loves the block, that stuff. You know, around the block and, you know. You know it's just, and the thing is, you can't, it's hard to, it, it, I mean, you can, get, you can get Spotify and you can find anything online. But, uh, you know, um, you can't hear it live. Right, nobody, yeah. You know. Well, I grew up, you know, like I said, I grew up listening to that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, and, and being blessed with the the gift of voice, you know, yeah. it was, yeah. you know, I, uh, my range is, is, is you know, I, yeah. you know, yeah. that's my stuff right there. Yeah, I played Close the Door on my radio show last week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's like yeah. all that stuff, man, you know, from Luther yeah. to, yeah. you know, all the, you know, singers, right. man. That's, you, you, should, you you could do a whole Campbell and Huff night. Right. Luther, Luther, yeah. Luther, Luther uh, is the next show after this one. Is that right? Yeah, the March yeah. Uh, 25th, 217. Nice. Yeah. Andy Stokes, nice. Luther Vandross. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, depending on if, you know, if I'm here or not with this, the record, it's yeah. you know, sounding pretty good, so it's doing well. So. See what happens, my brother. You might be back in Tokyo. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. You know, spread the spread the love around the world. That's yeah. what I'm hoping to do. And uh, all right. Well, we'll have all the information about your gigs on the page here, and mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna we're gonna show the uh, the uh, the video. Okay. Uh, also on the page here. All right. On. Yeah. Uh, but let's see. Other than the, other than the video, what it, we we should end up with a tune here on the, that we'll put. I'll put on the end of this interview. Which, which one do you think we ought to put on? Well, the, 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 the second single that's coming off of the record is called Let's Have a Good Time. What's, it, what's that about? Um, it's about being positive. Now, um, yeah. It's about, hey, don't, don't, you know, live your dream. Live your dream. Don't let nothing stop you. Don't, let, you know, don't be around people who, you know, not, who don't care, who's not positive. It's basically what it is. You know, it's basically about positiveness. Let's have a good time. Well, let's have a good time. Thanks a lot for stopping in here. Oh, man, really thanks for having it. me. Always nice to see you. Always good to see you. Thank you so, so much for having me. Baby, are you ready? Baby, are you ready? Hey, baby, are you ready? Hey, baby, are you ready? Can I talk to you, girl? Girl, I'm so tired of the way that he treats you, baby. Like it don't exist at all. Oh. Shines, oh yeah. He don't even know what you like, and baby, he don't even know what you were, But I do, baby, I do, baby.
sharing with you, baby. So are you ready? I would love to just wait on your head and feet. Cause to me, that'd be a treat, yeah. It's the least I can do for you, baby. Keep my sons to your body, baby. I'd probably enjoy it more than you, baby. I just wanna give it all to you, girl. Cause love is what you need. Make that choice 